So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... And, uh, oh man, I'm Kyle <laughs> from Picturesque. There are some questions say about their new EP. If you know, you know, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh, it's been pretty positive. Uh, we weren't sure how it would be since we're kind of always like veering in a new direction with every release, but it's been uh, overwhelmingly good. So, yeah. Hell yeah. EP oh, yeah. rocks. Dude, this Thank EP you. is fucking ridiculous. It's been on loop. I love it. Well done. Let's go. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that. It I, means a lot. I saw you guys with uh, Scary Kids Scaring Kids in 2021, and that was like my introduction to the band and everything. And since then, I've just been patiently waiting for next release because I was like, I am going to get them on the podcast when the time comes. And we are here now. So very stoked to be Let's here. Yeah. yeah, glad glad to be here as well. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Uh, well, you know, if you know, you know, um, it's, it's kind of left up to interpretation. Uh, the, like, there's a whole bunch that goes behind it as far as, uh, like, how do I generalize this without just giving it away? Because that's the thing we want it to be left up to interpretation as well. But the EP took us like, it's been done since 2020 and has taken this long to come out. So that's like one of the things, uh, the struggle getting it out and, kind of what we're going through uh as far as like just uh trying to roll out stuff faster and uh just a lot has changed in the picturesque camp in the last three years so uh yeah that's that's kind of part of it and just the rest is if you know you know all right so it's been done for three years yep like not just like you recorded in 2020 like it's just been done like packaged and done. done done So was it the pandemic that made you hold it? No. So what was it? I can't go too much into detail because I'll piss some people off. But uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that's all you have to um, say. We have uh, we have some team members that changed because of it. So. Gotcha. Right. Well, I'm happy it's out now. I'm happy people are able to listen to it, and it was worth the wait. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Oh yes. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Oh, uh, this one was a little different. So before we would like come in with a whole bunch of ideas and, uh, you know, there would be songs that are half finished or whatever. And then we'd like kind of just touch them up. Uh, this one, we came in with zero expectations and whatever came out, came out. Uh, we locked ourselves in a studio for, I think it was like three, four weeks or something like that. And um, the way we started it, nobody knew the direction that we wanted to go. And so the producer that we hired, um, he goes by the artist name of Veins. Check him out if you haven't. But uh, he, yeah, dude, he's so good. I, yeah. I love Jared. He, that, that's just my boy. Um, but so we all sat down and we're like, so what's everybody's vision for the band? And we had this chart that uh, it's we had like different points on it. Uh, it's like, I can't remember the exact name. So it's like, how dark do you want it to be? Um, do we want to be more upbeat, uh, pop, rock, all this different stuff. And we would draw our points on the map of where we wanted to be. And we were all in just completely different areas. So um, <laughs> we like kind of had to figure out the way to meet everyone's wants and needs to like creatively uh in this piece and so that's why the like the feel of the ep is kind of all over the place um i think it transitions well enough but every single song does feel like it could be a different genre to us and uh that's kind of like 
the process of it is we wanted to tickle everyone's uh, like creative needs to feel fulfilled with this, this EP. And uh, that was a big part of the process. And then every day we would wake up, start a new song. And then if we didn't like it, we scrapped it in a new day. Uh, we would, we would start a few uh, every day and then just see what stuck. And then we'd run with the ones that we liked. So yeah, um, we kind of built a roadmap starting out with like the vibes that we wanted for each song. Uh, I think some bands do that, but this is the first time we actually did that for us. So that was a new experience. Okay. So like, obviously looking to the future, uh, you know, the, the, the next record EP, whatever, is the goal always to kind of meet everybody's needs like on like sonically on each on each release or have you guys kind of been able to find that middle ground since the cp uh so far it's always been that like we knew that going from back to beautiful to uh do you feel okay like going back and listening to back to beautiful we didn't realize how big of a jump that actually was um but still i like the thing is we all listen to very different things um and it's kind of, it's tough to say like where that'll be going forward. Um, but with this one in particular, we felt like we were at a point where we started a pivot with, do you feel okay? And we weren't sure which way we wanted to take that, but moving forward, um, it's kind of up in the air. We have uh, some studio time booked, but we already have the songs for it. Um, so those are probably going to be more on the page of what we've uh, geared towards with the last uh, release. And then moving forward, we've talked about just uh, doing a whole bunch of different things uh, that I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the surprises yet, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to say, hard to say if that'll be the the case moving forward or not, or if it'll just be, uh, we'll do what we feels right for the band at that point. Fair enough. Understood. So it sounds like you guys kind of have a very fluid writing process, at least for this EP and whatever you're working on now, because for this EP, you guys kind of had half finished songs and then kind of pieced it together in the studio. But this one, you guys already have like fully fleshed out songs. Yeah. So the last one, we didn't have uh, any songs at all. We literally oh, went in shit. blank slate. And so we're going to write them here with everybody in the room. Um, mm-hmm. That way it feels like all of us and not just like we're finishing Kyle's song or Zach's song or Dylan's song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we wanted it to feel like all of us. And we, I feel like we accomplished that. Um, but these other ones, we we already took trips out to L.A. writing before this EP even came out because uh, we didn't want to stop the grind, you know, just because we didn't have new music coming out. So uh, we've already went out and taken trips to write everything. But it's the same principle with that one. Uh, we did it all in the room uh, with, you know, some of our friends and uh, the three of us that write in the band. So um, hopefully that one still feels uh, feels as like fresh and as organic as uh, if, you know, you know, did. But yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. For sure. And how did you guys keep kind of the momentum going, like with writing this, whatever you're working on now? Because as you said, you've been holding on to this EP for three years. You hadn't put anything out. How did you yeah. kind of move on and start working on something new? Um, We just got bored. Like, honestly, <laughs> uh, like we're, we're creatives, you know? So yeah. if we aren't constantly working on something to further um, further ourselves or just to use as an outlet then um we get really antsy so we also like that was why like do you feel okay came out in 2020 and we were already recording again in 2020 uh Mm -hmm. that's how we want to do things moving forward because Mm -hmm. by the time a record comes out um we've already had it for a year or in this case three uh so 
you know, we're, we're already ready to just do more and moving forward. Like after this release, uh, we've talked about changing like the way that we do releases and everything else, because we want to be more active. Um, and I think things are changing to where that's going to be possible, uh, to where it's not currently. So. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Uh, so what song off this EP took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Took the longest to write. Um, hopeless. Uh, the reason being is we wanted to have an EDM producer on it. So we like shopped around for a little bit and um, ended up just having one of our friends. Uh, he doesn't really produce EDM, but he's like, hey, I made a thing. See if this works. And uh, we're like, yeah, that's really cool because we don't know how to make EDM. So that's that's great. Um, so that was the longest to do. And then I ended up having to um, like track over it after that was sent over um, because, you know, we're rock guys for the most part. So uh, that one took the longest. But my favorite is probably Borrowing Problems. Um, mm -hmm. That one's just like a it's a very smooth vibe. I, I see I see the face that that one. Yeah, that's, that's is that your favorite too? too. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, dude. So the the cool thing with that song is like, um, we went in and it's like, yo, this is a vibe doing all the like falsetto blended voice stuff, like things that I haven't been able to do on our other releases. But like, yo, that's sexy. But like, we went back to try to retract it all because you know you just do demo vocals. Well, fortunately, we did all the demo vocals with like my microphone that we used for the whole EP, um, and we're like yo, the, these are just it. Like, we're not redoing this. This is the vibe. This is it. So we just like ran with demo stuff in there and we were just like, this is this is the song. And so that was kind of a really cool thing. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, but Break It All is like a extremely close second for me just because it's a vibe that I wanted to capture and it's the first time we, uh, we captured it. It's like a little more punk rock, but like I, we just haven't done an upbeat song in that like, vain and that was something i really wanted to accomplish so um right. yeah those two I, I i can't really pick between them fair enough um so for this question i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off the ep and what it means to you oh god now you're putting me on the spot um it's okay you take your time power of editing mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh you're gonna have to like splice me thinking for 10 minutes <laughs> out of this um that's not as cool whenever i read it out I was going to see the say the static in my mind, white noise, my brain thing. I thought it was way more clever, but whenever I just read it, it's not as cool. No, that's cool. Yeah. And I mean, to be totally fair, reading lyrics is never as cool as singing it with everything going on behind exactly. the with yeah. the track. So I don't think it's going to sound as epic, you know? Yeah, you, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Is there any like meaning behind that that line for you? at the time there there was probably more of it because uh more meaning than there is now because you know that was three years ago um but that lyric was like basically just meaning that like nothing made sense and just kind of like walking through life and just like not registering anything that's happening and it's all just kind of a blur but it was just like a cooler way to say it yeah that um, makes sense so like whenever you're like the whole thing the song is like in a in a relationship that's like you're just complacent and everything is just like mundane and it's the day-to-day -day thing and it's like almost feels like you don't exist and so it kind of plays into that 
because you know it's just everything's radio static or whatever and just there's nothing mm-hmm. you you had mentioned that like when you wrote the song there's probably more meaning than there is now like three years later do you still kind of relate to the music that was just put out oh god i hope not um because that was a dark time but okay. uh yeah i mean some of it yeah like strange habits absolutely because my brain's just a mess um and that song is just about like add or adhd essentially and just uh all, like not being able to focus on anything um and then there's like bits in there of like things that could have possibly caused like bits of trauma growing up and stuff like that. But so I, I'll never not relate to that one, but good God, if I relate to break it all again, I did something wrong. Um, so yeah, that, that one's kind of, kind of mean. Okay. That that's such a unique answer. Cause usually when we talk to artists that have had like that gap, they still they'll like tell us that they they relate to the songs although they aren't like that person anymore so it's interesting that you're just mm-hmm. like i almost don't want to associate with the person that i was when i wrote mm-hmm. this song you know oh well the thing is it's not about the person that i was it's it's the frame of mind that i was in mm-hmm. and the place that i was in, at in life and i i don't want to be back in that that uh that headspace or like in a relationship like that ever again that so, makes sense all absolutely. right yeah without getting too personal on that but yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair that yeah sense. uh so would you be able to tell us where headspace is at while you're creating this ep oh god um so lots of different places that's probably why it seems like it's like six different bands um <laughs> so there's the headspace as uh that is uh how do I make my band happy and get what I want? So, you know, the manipulative guy, uh, which we're all in that that thing at that point because we want what we want out of the music so that it feels like whatever we want to create. Uh, there's also the headspace of uh, I'm about to write about all of the shit that hurts and it's about to be vulnerable me and I'm just about to be like a whiny little runt for a little bit. Um, so there's that. Um but also you have the like angry side that's in everything to where like we felt like we we're creating the same thing over and over and over, which is what hopeless is about. Um, so like, that's the thing. Every single song has a different headspace, but like the headspace of creating in general and that was just chaos because we all wanted such different things and that's how we arrive at what picturesque is because we're all so far away from each other on the spectrum of what we listen to and what influences us. So yeah, sorry if that seemed like rambling, but it's a podcast, bro. Ramble as much as you want. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, fair, fair, fair. (laughs) Good point. Um, So how do you recommend your fans to listen to the CP for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on is workout EP party EP? What do you personally recommend? I mean, yeah, headphones, car, like bump it, turn it up. I mean, it that's that's to uh for whatever you got. Like the reader is reader, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> the listener is most to come, like used to. Um, because like for me, it's really weird. But I specifically love to listen to a record for the first time on um, AirPods, and the reason is it's what I listen to things that work with. Um, it's the speaker I'm most comfortable with. 
but whenever I want to feel the music, it's a very different thing because like as a musician, as an artist, you listen to music very differently the first time. You're like, now how did they make that snare sound or whatever? You know, like you're breaking down little nuances yeah. of everything. But whenever mm -hmm. I want to enjoy it, uh, it's usually car and, you know, you turn it up. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so if you want to enjoy it, then listen to it in a car. If you want to, uh, if you want to dissect everything, put on headphones and go real deep. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. If that makes sense, was that the question? I don't even know at this it point. Is. Yeah, right. that was exactly uh, okay, the question. Cool. And cool. Yeah. sweet, Perfect. actually, like question for you since you mentioned like you'll you'll listen to a song and you like notice things because you're like a musician and like you'll notice things that an average listener wouldn't listen wouldn't notice. It's hanging out with one of the artists I work with today, and they had mentioned that like they have like the the music that they listen to has to be like totally different from the music they make because they'll catch themselves like trying to write the song that they are listening to if yeah it's like the genre they work in so does that happen for you too uh not for me because i don't listen to rock and haven't in like 10 years um oh. but also uh side note is that grave digger behind you that is grave digger behind me fuck let's yeah let's fucking go <laughs> let's fucking go um sorry uh didn't mean to sidetrack that's okay. that's my add right there but um anyway what was the question a straight space. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Like when you're listening to music or like any, any musicians around you, have they, have they spoken about like listening to a song of a genre that they are in and like trying to write that song in their oh, head? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't happen for me in particular because I don't listen to rock. Uh, Dylan is notorious for it and we like pick it apart. Uh, the thing is we have Zach, which is the like, he's a dictionary when it comes to all this kind of stuff like or dictionary whatever you want to call it but he just like is really good at picking out if we're like riding a line of creativity or theft because i fully believe uh the greatest artists are just also the world's greatest thieves mm -hmm. um and that's like a pretty well-known consensus uh in the art community but um yeah i think everybody rides a fine line with that but I don't listen to anything close enough to like rock music in general to even be, to be able to even steal something. Um, with some of my other guys, we've definitely done it before. Uh, I remember, but also my other guys write a lot for other people too. And um, then they'll show everybody the music and we're like, that's just bring me the horizon or something <laughs> like that, you know? Um, yeah. Because that's like what everybody tries to imitate. It seems like uh, first and foremost is that band. Mm -hmm. It seems so. Yeah. But uh, personally, no, uh, within the writing process, absolutely. Okay, makes sense. Understood. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick, off the top of your head. I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Does an acronym count as one word or multiple? We'll let it, we'll let it slide. Sure, do okay. an acronym. Uh, ADHD. Mm -hmm. that, that's where I wanted to start. Um, oh, okay, but hmm, wait. Actually, I'm gonna start over. Okay. Uh, your grandma's favorite. There we go. Oh, nice. all right. <laughs> I fucking love yeah. that. Grandma approved. Yeah. <laughs> grandma approved. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the EP? Um. Interesting. I feel like all the songs are kind of a different vibe. So like, it's not a feeling of emotion, but just an open mind and like, um, 
feeling or emotion, man. I mean, while they're listening to the EP, I want them to be pumped on it, you know? So uh, excitement, joy, or sad on the songs that are sad. Uh, just hopefully whatever the songs are trying to make them feel that. But I think that all goes into um, approaching a listen while completely vacant of emotion. So, mm. and just being completely open. So the answer is no emotion. I don't know. No yeah. emotion, but emotion at the same time is kind of what I got from that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, while listening or going into? While listening. While listening. Oh, I want them to feel a roller coaster. So yeah, my bad. All right. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Perfect. Uh, so are you able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this EP, positive or negative? Um, yeah. So one of the moments was uh, we were tracking vocals and didn't finish in our first three weeks. And then I was doing it at home. Uh, then decided to go snowboarding and broke my ribs, which pushed it back. Like, you know what? So technically we didn't finish it t until 2021 because I broke a rib and couldn't finish singing it. So uh, yeah, early 21, 2021, but uh, that was notable. So there's that. Um, also the engineer that we hired uh, while mixing everything, uh, had his hard drive stolen, so we had to redo a bunch of things. So that was fun. Um, I guess that's not really the recording process with any of that, but it's just things that happened. That no. uh, that's this also part of the yeah yeah. But that's part of the if you know you know thing that I just gave spoilers. But you know yeah, that's part of oh, it. Um, part of it. It's not all of it. But yeah, no, it's not. But uh, yeah, I, I guess that is probably it. okay so you know just went like to hell and back to like to get the thing done that's all yeah broke broke a rib hard yeah. drive stolen you know how it is yeah yeah i think that's just basic recording there, right? yeah, it happens yeah. to everybody oh, <laughs> yeah every record wild wild <laughs> shit all right um so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a guest for a rest stop what is your snack of choice Snack of choice. Um, if I need to stay up, corn nuts. If I am just chilling in the back seat, relaxing, all cool, uh, I would go with those Gardettos, but only the rye chip one. Those things hit, uh, or like hot Cheetos. I'm just, a, I'm a slut for anything that's hot, whatever flavor. <laughs> so there's that. I think you're I like the, the spicy, only so. person keeping corn nuts in business right now because I've never seen a single person eat that shit. So it's it's our band then because it's like the thing for some reason the crunch like while you're on long drives keeps you up and it's not like terrible for you. I mean yeah. they're not great for you. Don't don't get me wrong, but like it's not the worst. Um, but the crunch keeps you awake on long drives. Um, so that's kind of why it became a staple. It's just something. It's like it's some it's like gum almost, but you can swallow it. So I, I guess I mean not to say you can't swallow gum, just wouldn't advise it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's that. Interesting. But but they're not they're not great. So I I get I get your viewpoint. No, I tried them once, and the crunch definitely did take me by surprise. I it was yeah yeah it was a shock for sure. So I can I can understand how that keeps you yeah. awake. Yeah, it also depends on the flavor of those things, though. Because, like, if you get the plain ones, it just tastes like really bad popcorn. That's exactly um, what I got, yeah. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. That's the worst one, for sure. Um, but, like, the 
they have one that's like chili con something that has a little spice to it and theirs are really good Okay, so I'll look if, for if those. you give it another shot then i'd go for those Okay. If you like spice, that is. Yeah, I, I fucking love spice, so I will. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for them. I'll look for them. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be, and why? What dish would we be? Oh man, that's a tough one. Jordan would be. I'm trying to think of what foods people would be so that I can make it into a dish. Let's see. I feel like I'm going too far with this already. Um, Jordan would be mayonnaise, but he doesn't know Jordan would be barbecue sauce, but not spicy barbecue sauce. He would be that really lame barbecue sauce that you get that's overly sweet um, because he can't do spice, but he eats barbecue on everything. Okay. Uh, Dylan would be candy. So is there's not barbecue candy though. Um sack would be the corn nut. Um, okay, is this a dish or is this just like a, a combination of random like household he items? Did. He let him cook. Let him cook. Sorry, 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 sorry. Continue, continue. Continue with your, your barbecue sauce corn nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I would have to be the hot Cheetos. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take chicken, we're gonna put hot Cheetos on it, but we're going to use barbecue sauce to join it to the chicken okay and then what is how does dylan play in this maybe he's the butter because it's kind of sweet is butter sweet no butter's not really sweet <laughs> he's going to be the candied yams you eat with it because i like his yams so we're going to go with that that sounds really gross but yeah i don't know that you eat yams with uh with with uh Hot Cheeto crusted chicken. <laughs> but hot I'm Cheeto say crusted hot. barbecue chicken. And corn Honestly, nuts are in there somewhere. You know what? Zach's the chicken now. Okay. <laughs> like that that sounds derogatory, but it's not supposed to be. It's just yeah. like he's the meat. He's what, what everybody's drawn to. Yeah. I'm literally pulling this out of my ass right now. This is that I've never <laughs> been asked anything remotely close <laughs> to this. So um you know what? We're going to put brown sugar on this piece of barbecue uh, hot Cheeto chicken, and we're going to put brown sugar on there, and that's going to be Dylan because he's sweet sometimes. Yeah, we'll go with that. I've made up a dish. <laughs> so you anybody, make that now. anybody that was listening to this is no longer hungry, which is great. <laughs> Appetite's ruined across the world. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, oh god so for the last couple of questions we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink with a drink uh the drink would be arizona black and white tea mm -hmm. the meal would be i don't know which role of sushi but it would be sushi for sure mm -hmm. um Man, I can't think of it. You know what? I'm going with uh, Sunday morning roll. They're not even spicy. I, I would prefer spicy, but that is like still a go-to for me. It's the one that has uh, smoked salmon and um, cream cheese, and it is deep fried because Hell we're from yeah. the South, so you deep fry everything. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Have you ever That's had right. a, a volcano roll? Yes. Which one is that? I know I've had it. It's the one that's, that's... Um, deep fried. I believe it has 
Oh my god, it has cream cheese in it. Spicy salmon and or spicy tuna spicy. instead, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm changing my I'm changing my thing. It's that. Oh. That's what I would get. <laughs> I, I, I like spicy salmon better, but I couldn't think of the name of the roll. So yeah. yes, volcano roll, 100. percent Thank you. I Hell appreciate yeah. that. Of course, yeah. that's my favorite roll. So I'm I'm happy. Let's go. I'm happy to share that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh God. There's a lot of stipulations that come into this. All right. Okay. So. I wouldn't be able to bring anything back, I'm guessing, because if I'm doing a little isekai thing right here, then, uh, man, I would love to try nerve gear, but that's not that's not a good answer. Um, I'm going to be really lame here. Just probably like Naruto World or something. No, I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that. Dragon Ball Z, I'd, my luck, I'd just be like a regular civilian that gets their car blown up. Um, this is way too difficult. I'm like overthinking everything. <laughs> Maybe be an overlord. That would be cool. That might be a fun one. It's one. It's a. It's an isekai where like, wait. So that means I'm in a world within a world. That's deep. Um, yeah. but it's just a. They're like, it's a dude in a video game that he got stuck in a thing. If you know what an isekai is, uh, they're just all anime where people like get stuck in another world. And uh, in that one, he. I changed my answer. Fairy tale. Oh. I want to be in the fairy tale world. That would be okay. awesome. Right. Yeah, because then I could have magic. Because everybody has magic, and then I can't miss. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Perfect. Good. Yeah. All right. Okay. I love it. Um. So I have thought of asking the last question. Every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Gray. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So yeah. as, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, go stream if you know you know. It's on all of the streaming platforms you can think of. Uh, we've got a Discord that we all hang out in, and uh, we play games with everybody. We've got like uh, way too many people to play games now, but we're still going to do it because we love chaos, apparently. Uh, but yeah, join the Discord, join Patreon, join all the things. Uh, be on the lookout. We're we're uh, Grow, trying to grow all of our social media and get uh, more followers on all that. So go check that out. Uh, did I forget anything? Go stream the things. I think that's like all of it. Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for now. This has been Kyle from Picturesque, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>